Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain, and we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we are an award-winning podcast that finds questions either online or from our wonderful listeners, and we answer them right here every Monday, and we do an extra episode every month. Shh. Actually, don't shh. You can tell everybody, because it's on our yeah, Patreon. tell everyone. And if you want to support us, if you want to support yourself by getting 25% more fuck buddies every month, go join on there. Join us on there and some other cool people. And it'll be great for everybody. Yeah. You just go to fbuddiespodcast.com, click the Patreon link, and it'll bring it right over there. Uh, do you have any sex news or anything? Or are we just getting right into it today? I think we're going right in. I think that's all the foreplay people are getting today. Okay. This is by Throw RA friend 97 i think my wife 35 year old female set a new boundary on our marriage because she's jealous of my friendship 38 year old male i don't have many female friends to begin with the ones i do are all married however i recently introduced my wife to a new friend i made 26 year old female that we ran into at a grocery store my wife now put up a boundary because she's uncomfortable that being no female friends who are single she didn't say it but i think she's jealous of her for some reason i'm guessing because she's young and attractive it makes me sad to see my wife react so strongly to this if in my position, would you take this as an acceptable boundary? I like how you're like, I think it's because of this. It's, I guess, obviously, like the fact that you've never had this conversation. And then the second you're like, oh, hey, meet my new friend. They're like, new rule. You can't be friends <laughs> with her. Like, yeah, yeah man, you, you piece that puzzle together. Your Sherlock Holmes ability have popped off and you've deduced it. Good job. And this sucks. This sucks a lot. It is how he's 35. Uh, he is 38. She's 35. Right. You're in your 30s, creeping towards the 40s. It is so difficult to make new friends Mm -hmm. at this age. And especially, it's not even necessarily difficult to make new friends, but like it's difficult to find people that you want to spend time with with the limited amount of time that you have. Like Mm -hmm. you can make a bunch, you can make a bunch of acquaintances. You can meet people that you're like, oh, you're cool. I like you. You're nice. But the fact that like our time diminishes as we get older. And to find someone that you're like, oh, you're cool. I vibe with you. Like, I actually want to carve out time in my life to spend time with you is a difficult thing to do, mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, marital status, relationship status, gender, whatever. Just it's just hard. I, I wish we had context as to where he met this friend. Oh, we're going to get into that. Keep going, though, or unless you're done for now. No, I mean, like we've talked about it before. It, it's very, very possible to have friends of the opposite gender. Yep. And it doesn't matter how hot they are, as long as you trust your partner yep. and your partner isn't behaving stupidly, mm-hmm. then I think that you can't be upset about who they're friends with. Mm-hmm. Nor think, should you. Yeah. And on top of that, let's be fair. It's not going to change a single thing if you, this rule. It's not going to help you. Sorry, it's not going to change anything in a good way. They're going to be like, shit. Now I can't cheat. She got me with that rule. If you're in a monogamous relationship and that rule is don't cheat. I guess the idea is like, oh, if they don't hang out together, the feelings can't develop to the point where he would want to cheat. Yeah. Right. I guess that is the 
the idea, the concept that she's it's, working it's with. It's dumb, though. It's not like if your partner's oh, going to yeah. cheat, it, they're going to cheat, right? A rule is definitely not going to fix that. And you're just going to breed resentment and, like, be shitty. Like, it's just people are allowed to fucking friends. Now, the reason I was saying we get into where they met them is because it's in the comments. But, my God, Dan, how do you think people in the comments feel about this situation? Oh, absolutely. Anyone, a man of his age with a woman her age, definitely all he wants to do is fuck her. She's trying to steal him, right? Yeah, basically everyone's like, unacceptable. How dare you? Your wife is 100% in the right. You should have no call having female friends at this age, let alone younger ones that you met. Some people are special. Everyone's like, how'd you meet? But how'd you meet? But where'd you meet? But how'd you meet? And like, it turns out they met while mountain biking. There's a group of people who go mountain biking, and she is one of the people. So he met this friend while doing a hobby with a bunch of other people, i.e. the best way to meet someone. And also, like, the least sexy place to meet. I would get it. Okay, I'm sorry. I I take that back. The mountain bikers are screaming. Oh, no, I'm not saying that mountain bikers aren't sexy. I'm saying there's... (laughs) sounded like you were. There's nothing sexy about fucking... like, Like, there's no real time to be flirty while you're fucking cranking down a mountain splashing mud all over the place doing fucking sick tricks that's what mountain bikers do that's exactly what they do there's no time between the sick tricks right he's grinding muck with his big ridged wheels and you think he's trying to grind puss no way (laughs) no way no way no way now the what you need to do i've got this tattooed on me because i'm as everyone knows a big thick rim tire mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. um he's got dane like sorry dane doesn't like me to mention this he's got the chunkiest tires that you've ever fucking seen they are i'm so glad you can finally admit to people on this podcast how fat your tires are because i know you like to, to play it close to your chest yeah they call him the motocross of mountain biking <laughs> <laughs> they call him the f1 of the mountains um it's true uh i don't even remember what i was saying because <laughs> I, I don't I just like honestly the comments upset me so much because it's like literally someone's like i'm a man in my like late 30s and i ain't trying to have any more like women friends because i have a wife and it's like cool so you don't respect women as people that's what you're telling me right women are people it's like oh sorry i achieved woman ergo they're now worthless to me yeah all other women have no purpose in my life that's sorry. an insane thing to say guys I found the one that I have chosen and all other ones are bad. Yeah. And really that's what comes down to, right? Like any dude who's standing there with that mentality, it's like, okay, cool. Then you've literally just treated women like dick receptacles Mm -hmm. your entire life. And the, the flip side of, uh, like if if the par- women and like your partner is like, I do not believe that you have it in your body to spend any amount of time with another woman and not want to fuck them. It's like, how, how little do you think of me? Yeah, exactly. Right? I would be so upset by this. I would be so offended. And so here's what I would do. I would be like, hey, this seems pretty convenient timing. Now that I've made a friend and I've introduced you to them, you know, we've been together for X amount of time. And this has never been a rule. But now that you know that I'm hanging out with someone that fits this category, you know, I'm not allowed to hang out with them. Obviously, you are upset about this. If you want to talk about it, if you want to talk about your jealousy about this or if you're uncomfortable with it, I'm happy to elaborate what we do and how we hang out and how we know each other. But like what happens if you and 
you know, you have a friend who's married and they get divorced. Do you all of a sudden now that she's single? Yeah. Do you now all of a sudden with them? Yeah. And like pause at that and be like, okay, cool. So what happens if, you know, Stephanie and Mark get divorced? Am I not allowed to be friends with Stephanie anymore? Because she's single now. Mm -hmm. So do I just have to, despite the fact that we've been friends for eight years, we have game night every other Thursday. Yeah. Do I just have to be like, sorry, Stephanie, you're not allowed in my house anymore. You've got that. You've got that single stink on you. Mm -hmm. It's awful. And like, but I wish I could show you the comments. I, I mean, like, I don't need to. I, I know it. And, and like, are, I think are you undergoing a midlife crisis? This is a totally acceptable boundary. If you keep this friendship, you're going to lose your wife. And you want Reddit to tell you she's overreacting? 100% reasonable boundary. I'll bet money you kept her a secret until it was unavoidable and you bumped into her at the grocery store. Of course your wife wouldn't want you to be friends with her. You don't seem to have much respect for your wife. How dare you put someone before the needs of your number one priority? It's like... Just because your wife is your number one priority doesn't mean it's like, yeah, well, I can't do anything. They and also me. like having friends isn't putting <laughs> her no. needs first. It's not like, you know, this would be a much different question if she was like, you know, oh, I had to do all the grocery shopping alone because ever since he met this person, he's spending, you know, he's out with her all day and night. And only yeah. I only see him at breakfast and bedtime. And sometimes even that he comes home at 4 a.m. when I'm asleep, yes. like. Yes, absolutely. I would be like, hey, that's suspicious. Yeah, it's like, like, hey, your husband sucks because he has abandoned you for this person. And yeah, if he's spending that much time with this person, maybe it's not a friend. But like yeah. literally you bump into someone at the thing. You're like, oh, this is one of my friends I go like mountain biking with. It's like, no, you can't like fuck off. Also, like, does this mean he now can't go mountain biking or does he have to promise to be like cold to her at mountain biking? Because that's insane. I think. I mean, this is what me and my my mountain boys do is we mm-hmm. segregate it into men and women's group. Thank you. So that like there, the good old days. So that there isn't any distractions. Yes. And we can focus 100% on our sick tricks. Yeah, that's the thing. Segregation, always the answer. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I have a tattoo that says sick tricks over chicks. <laughs> but it is the drawing underneath it is you doing a sick trick over a chick. So it's yeah. not quite the same. Like you launched and supermaned over her while she's just kind of like kneeling in a in a ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This this question upsets me. And the fact that there's just like an insane amount of people like just being like, how could you? It's, no, guys, come on. Let your partners have friends because like just imagine living a life where you just like you just can't you just can't have friends. That sucks. Like, it's not even you can't have but just like imagine a life where you chose to marry a man that you think is completely incapable of recognizing women as individual people that have a purpose outside of having their dicks in, you know, having a dick put in them. Like that's, that's what you're admitting to. That's what you're saying. You're saying that like, I do not believe that my husband could possibly want to spend any time with this woman Mm -hmm. because the only thing he wants women and, and knows that women are good for is fucking, yeah, but I chose him to marry and spend my time with. Yeah, you picked yeah. a bad one then. If that's yeah. if that's honestly how you feel about your husband or your partner, you've done a bad job mm-hmm. and you should break up with them. And you should go find a good one. And then when you find that good one, hopefully you'll trust them to have friends. Mm-hmm. And if if you don't, if every man you meet, you feel like you need to have this boundary, then maybe the problem isn't them. It might be you. Yeah. All right, hit me with a, a question. Okay. Uh, this is his dudeness. Do clitoris get erect? 
Hey, I've recently been giving oral sex for pretty much the first time ever, and I really enjoy it, more than getting a blowjob even. One thing I noticed was that her clitoris had this little foreskin thing going on, and all things considered, it was similar to how I imagined you'd suck a penis. Of course, the difference in size has to be factored in, but I'm talking about just the head here. I'm making this comparison because I noticed the more aroused she got, the thicker and, for lack of a better word, erect her clitoris became. The texture when I started compared to when she was finished was pretty different. Is this just a mental thing? I just random, unfounded sensation I had in the moment? Or does the clitoris actually get erect? Uh, well, it is made of erectile tissue and blood does flow to it and engorge it as it is, as arousal ensues. So I wouldn't use the term erect, but it definitely does swell. I think, I think erect is the right term. I think, you know, if we, if you took the clitoris and put it through the honey, I blew up the kid machine. But it, it ain't through that machine. Well, what I'm saying is, I think the, what you just described is, you know, what's, What's an erection for penises? It's just getting yes, engorged with blood. I know, but it gets engorged in blood and therefore, and then does a very dramatic standing up. So that is it being erecting, such as when you erect a statue, you stand it up. You don't, but, you know. That's just, that's just What size. I'm saying is, I wouldn't say erection in terms of like movement and like Are a you big saying, dramatic What if I have a very up? tiny statue? I'm still erecting it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotcha. I, I gotcha. No, not really. To my mind, I, it's more of a swelling than it is a erecting. But yeah, we're just arguing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Nell is, is correct. Yes, it is a bundle of nerves, erectile tissue. Blood goes into it when it's aroused and stimulated. It gets bigger. It gets harder. And yes, uh, the foreskin thing you're talking about is the clitoral hood. That is something that uh, often kind of like retracts naturally for the clitoris to expose during arousal. Some people's don't, and it needs a little extra love and care to to be pushed up. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't even need to. Some people's clitorises are so sensitive that the clitoral hood is really uh, useless. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't really stop much of anything. So that's a, a partner-to-partner thing. It's even a situation-to-situation thing. You know what I mean? Like if someone's just come, maybe they're so sensitive that right. now you got to go back above the hood. Maybe... Mm-hmm. They're on their period, so they're extra sensitive. And, like, under-the-hood play ain't working because it's just so much. So, like, don't be afraid to shake it up because it's all different types of sensations and, like, intensity. And I feel like people don't do that appropriately. Yeah, and hopefully your partner is communicative and teaches you what they like and what they don't like. And hopefully they will, uh, you know, if it does get a little overbearing, they don't try to just, like, bear through it. They will actually say like, ooh, actually like a little softer or, you know, not so much pressure or or whatever they need to to make it feel good again. But um, I imagine, obviously, I don't have a clitoris, but I imagine that like that after orgasm sort of sensitivity, it's kind of like the same thing of like after we've come mm-hmm. and if they keep sucking or it's riding, just, it's, uh, it, it rides very quickly from exquisite to ex- please excruciating. Please. Yeah, like almost um, like it, so good it hurts, too good it hurts, or just so yeah. sensitive you're like, ah. Yeah, it's funny. Partners uh, have noticed that, like, I tend to like start laughing because it's just like, obviously, it's it feels good. And, yeah, yeah. Like, it feels so good. And, like, you get kind of like overwhelmed and you're just like, okay, 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 okay. Um, and some people like to to go until I start laughing. And that is their, <laughs> that is their, their cutoff point. Is um, it weird that I almost said, that's what I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I, what think, I do, Dan. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. Where it's like I like I'm to find, imp. 
Yeah, I like to find the the natural point of like when I know my partner has achieved all the pleasure they're going to get out of this experience and it's now I'm going to hit diminishing returns. I like finding where that like very narrow line is and being like, okay, there you go. You're welcome. Kiss on the forehead. I will say one thing I hate that this doesn't really have much to do with it, but it's like when you're done, you've just come and they're still going. And again, you don't want them to stop immediately because it's so great. And if you stop the second they come, that's awful. But again, it does hit that point, right? Where you were like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Like, cause you've, you've hit that thing. And I hate when you do that and people are like, oh, and they like almost get upset or like they think they've done something wrong. I'm like, that's just, no, it's, it's how it works. It just gets way too sensitive. It's nothing to do with you. Nothing yeah. you could have done would stop that point from happening. This is quite literally me telling you, you've. Yeah, you've done it. That's it. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and I just, I hate that moment of like someone. No, it's, you didn't do anything wrong. I don't know if I've ever had that. I don't know if anyone's ever, you know, exhibited. I've had it. They almost look like hurt or like, oh, no. And then I like have to explain later. And I'm like, no, it's it doesn't happen all the time. It just has happened. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'm sure probably at some point in time. And if it has, it's probably like I probably haven't noticed because I've just been Mm -hmm. fucking, you know, hoovered into a coma. But yeah, so it does happen. There you go. You did it. That's the answer, right? Nothing else. Was there a parts that we didn't answer? I like so. Okay, cool. This is. Hinge alt one two three four five. Am I the asshole for sending this text to a woman that flaked last minute on me twice for a first date? I matched with a woman on Hinge and set up a first date at the bar. One and a half hours before we were supposed to meet up, she texted me saying she got in a minor car accident and would like to rain check, offering a date later that weekend. I was skeptical, but gave her the benefit of the doubt. I said, of course, sorry to hear about the car and hope you're okay. Let's reschedule to the weekend. We set up another date a few days later. Three hours before we're supposed to meet up, she once again flaked, saying, Hi, I'm sorry to do this, but I'm having some issues with the person that backed into my car. I don't want to meet when I'm not in a good mindset. If we could, I would like to maybe postpone to next week. But if not, of course I understand. And again, I'm really sorry about this. I sent her this in response. Hey again, sounds like you've had a tough couple of days with the car, and I hope it works out. That being said, you flaked last minute twice, and I've rescheduled reservations. I value my time and have a one-time only flake policy before I'm out. I'm sorry. I've always subscribed to the Mark Manson philosophy when it comes to dating. If it's not fuck yes, it's a no. I don't want to waste my time with women with low in- with low or no interest. Doesn't sound like she's too keen on meeting up. I have another first date later this week, and I'm going to hit up my other matches, too, to set up more dates. Am I the asshole? Are you the asshole? No. Did you do something that you didn't really need to do? Yes. You know, I don't think like you could have just been like, it sounds like you had a, a, a rough couple of days. Hopefully you get it sorted out and just leave it there. Because like if they're not interested, they're not going to keep reaching out. And if they do reach out, just be like, hey, I'm really sorry. But like, I think I've kind of lost the, the 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 spark or whatever mm-hmm. to, you know, best of luck. I think that's all you needed to do. Right. I don't think there's anything because could this be an elaborate bullshit to get out of a date last minute? Yeah, maybe. I hope you know, not. It almost feels too elaborate for that. You know, like to not only have the the accent, like a car accent is pretty over the top. But then to continue to use the car accident like excuse, I think, makes it a little bit more. But like I, I feel like unless they're really weird. That's too much of a lie to invest into what is a very low effort scenario. You know, you could just be like, oh, sorry, something came up. Yeah, but that's what liars do, though. I know. That's the thing. So I I think given this situation, it's either really bad because she is actually some kind of weird, like bad liar or it's true. I don't think there's a gray area. Whereas like if it was just two excuses, one after another that were not related like this. I'd be like, yeah, maybe they're just not interested. Um, So, like, I think I think your rationale is fine. You've 
tried to set up two dates. They flaked on you last minute. As I mentioned earlier, time is is valuable these days, especially as you get older. It's it's harder to find time. And especially when you're trying to like date in those initial stages of like where you actually have to do sort of like some real hardcore planning and, and scheduling in, in the, the first like first date, second date kind of territory. I, I, I get your reasoning and I get why you don't want to see this person anymore. I just think it's a little too almost like performative for your own sake to be like, uh, here's the reason. You know, but I guess there's no real harm in it either. It's like, even if she is genuine in what happened, it's like, I'm sure she understands them where it came from. I don't think you're necessarily an asshole. I just think it's kind of unnecessary. And yeah. I will say, I wouldn't call three hours before a date last minute. Mm, I would. It, it's not great, but it's also like still enough time that like a lot of the time, if I'm going on a first date, I would still message someone three to five hours beforehand and just double check that we're on kind of deal. For sure. Where if it was like half an hour before the date, I would say that's last minute. And I would say that sucks because you're probably en route or there already. You know what I mean? I think that like after once like the evening has has come mm. in. Yeah, I think at, at any time after that point, like if you had plans any to toy. meet up at like any time, I don't know why I no, became no, John no, Lennon no, there for a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> after like four o'clock that's last minute canceling right because like i could have made plans with any one of my friends i could have done any number of things but like i've reserved this amount of time for you on this day specifically Mm -hmm. for you and now if i do want to make use of my day i have to scramble and it might be easy like you know i mean like it might be easy enough like if i was on the day right you know like if i had a wednesday date planned and they bailed on me and i was just like hey you want to go to karaoke tonight and you were like yes be like okay Mm -hmm. great or like shift or whatever yeah but still, yeah. no, I, I know. I just I feel like it is like last minute is bad, whereas these are not great. You know I what I mean? The first one, an hour and a half, I think, hour and I, a half again, is, is pretty bad. You can't do anything about a car crash if it happened. You know, like yeah. they really like they, what that's bad. And it's not like someone was like, ah, oh, damn, <laughs> I plan to get this car crash earlier in the day. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Just really running behind. Yeah. So honestly, I think like good on you for sticking up to your boundaries. Do you need to spell out those boundaries in no uncertain terms to them via text? Eh, I don't really think you need to. I don't think you're an asshole for doing it, really. The only way you're an asshole for doing it is if this all happened. But even then, you didn't say like, yo, fuck you. You just kind of said, oh, you flaked on me twice, so I'm, I'm done, which is fair. So I don't know. I don't really see the benefit of it because it's like these people aren't going to like, if it is someone lying, they're not going to be like, damn, this guy really shamed me. I'm going to not do this anymore. Well, the like the the reason why you would have this kind of conversation is if you wanted to continue to see them. Yes. Right? Like yes. That's, that's where I'm like this. There's really no point in doing it, because, like, if you're not going to see them again anymore, it doesn't really matter if they flaked on you. So just yes, saying you're not interested. That's a very anymore. good point. Because, again, we talk about communication and blah, blah, blah. There's no point communicating, as Dane said, because it's like you're you're gone. You're done. So, yeah, I don't think you're an asshole, but I, I don't see the point. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's, we're talking about online dating. Let's do this one. Uh, this is help. I need an adult. <laughs> How do you ask people out on apps? So I'm a 25-year-old male. I've never actually dated. Uh, the thought of it always scared me. Now, I've been trying to get over my fears and try online dating. It's funny because they keep saying, like, abbreviating it. So it just says, I've been trying to get over my fears and try old <laughs> isn't that the new M. Night Shyamalan movie? Yeah, where they're actually all young. No, isn't it actually, though? Oh, I have no idea. Is it called Old? It's it's the stupidest looking. Yeah, it is called Old. It's the stupidest, where they go to the beach and they all get really old. 
<laughs> the tit. <laughs> Have you not seen this? No, they're kidding. Like, no, I'm it looks still so not sure you're telling stupid. me the truth. I'll send you a fucking picture right now. I think it's like it's like a whole thing where they they go to the beach and I guess it's like time dilation or something. So they all start like aging rapidly and like their hair starts growing really long and like they fucking like I think two people bone and then they like get pregnant and have the baby within like six minutes and it's just so dumb looking. We should watch it. Sounds great. I bet the twist is they're all young. Okay, I sent you the uh the still. It's actually Oh, here's it. You, you know what my guess is? What? It's aliens. It no, it's it's dementia. Whoa. So it's it's not a beach. It's like people who have like dementia or Alzheimer's, and this is like their mind palace. That's why time Whoa. is all fucked up. Whoa. I bet you. I bet you that's what it is. Maybe. If if I'm right, M Night Shyamalan has to come on the podcast. Okay, sure. I'll I'll get in touch with his people. We've been talking, just you know, as we thank do. you. The worst thing about talking to M Night Shyamalan is he always tries to put a twist in your conversation and you're just yeah. like, no man. Like, can I just talk to you? Can we just talk? Yeah. You'll be like, Hey, M Knight, you did say you come on the podcast. And he's like, did I? And you go back and it turns out like he just put a lot of stuff in there. When you zoom in, it wasn't even the letters. It was something else entirely. It just looked like it spelled out those letters or finally you nail them down. You're like, so you'll come on Tuesday. And he's like, yeah, wink. And then you'll see that he put a calendar on like, Tuesday in like 28 years and you're like, oh, I am night. What a twist. <laughs> you actually look and you realize that there's never been a Tuesday. Yeah. Was it episode 17 that he booked himself in on? Yeah. Episode 17 is our M. Night Shyamalan episode. If you yeah. if you haven't listened to it, it is a lot of fun. We're just playing with our boy. He's a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It, it's it's one of my favorite episodes. And I'm really, really glad that we were able to like start strong. And that's why we don't yeah. have a whole lot of guests on. You know what I mean? Because like we kind of did it. It's like when M. Night's your 17th episode. I'm like, let's be fair. That's paved the way for everything. That paved the way for our award. They paved the way for the live shows. Like we were kind of talking like, hey, live show. Blah, and they were like, wait, you guys are the ones that had M night. Yeah, you you had M on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got M on. Well, I, we call him M, but we call him M like you can't. A lot of people think that we're talking about Eminem when we say that as well. No, we call him Nam. <laughs> we, <could. laughs> we call him. Yeah, he's and M. Um, <laughs> I just call him Nam, but that's our bond. Again, you can't call him that. Yeah, you can't call him that. Just because we're sharing our cool names for our cool friends doesn't mean you can. And I, I know that's like we talk about it in episode 17. That's one of his big pet peeves. Okay, let's, let's finish this question. <laughs> um, wait, the question's gone. Whoa, M, he got us again. <laughs> Damn it, M. Okay, I'm just going to start over again. How do people ask uh, people out on, on apps? So I'm a 25-year-old male, and I've recently, I've never actually dated, though it always scared me. Now I've been trying to get over my fears and try online dating. I've gotten a few matches and started talking, but I have no idea how to get it off the app or get their socials. To be honest, it feels kind of pointless when you don't even have the guts to ask someone out. How do Dang. you do it? Is the twist that you already read this question last week? Did I? Either that or a almost the exact same question because we had did this I? conversation already. Is that the twist? Has this been a long con joke? Was Did we do this on Pillow Talk? Because I haven't edited that one yeah, yet. Yeah, we did. Okay. I mean, hey, do we answer it again for the people who don't? Oops. <laughs> no, you know what? If they want to hear it, they got to go listen to the episode. But hey, I'm glad That's, I did it. It's the twist. <laughs> That's the twist. Um, 
So the twist is the answer is actually on our Patreon. We've mentioned it already, but if you want to hear it, just go listen to the most recent episode of Pillow Talk. Dane, uh, don't you dare try and pretend this was some kind of promo. Oh, no. <laughs> you know you've done you've done a shameful thing here. Um, okay. I was kind of waiting for, like, I thought you were making a joke, but you just kept going. No, I honestly do not remember. This is what happens when we record two episodes in a day. That second episode is a fucking fever dream. When That's I edit fair. it, I'm just like, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I can hit you another one if you want a minute. Uh, yeah, my, why not? I, I, now I'm looking at my questions that I don't know what's real anymore. God damn oh, it. Dear. Oh, M. M got us. Was this submitted by M? Wait, if you, oh my God. Yes, so if you rearrange <sighs> the letters... Of the username. M. Night Shyamalan says, what up, yeah. F-Buds? Uh, this is by G-Man Monty. Girl offers to buy me a drink? I was gaming two girls that knew each other at a bar that quickly turns into a nightclub once it gets closer to midnight. I'm sitting next to one of the girls, and we're talking for a few minutes, and it starts to get boring. So I stand up and try to get both of them to get up and dance with me. They say no one else is dancing yet, and they go to the bar to get a drink. I stand by the dance floor, and as they're going, one of the two girls asks if I want anything. Now I don't drink whenever I can help it. So my response was no thanks. But I'm starting to realize it may have been a better decision to say yes instead. I feel like this was a small investment that I just declined. For all I know, she would be expecting me to return the favor on a future date. Hell, maybe it was a shit test and I just failed. Long story short, they were gone for 20 minutes. I missed a text from the other girl asking where I was. I was dancing, having fun. I didn't see the text for another 20 minutes. Both of them got stolen from me. So either they were never interested in me or I didn't hook up with them well enough. I'm really curious about this drink thing, though. <laughs> this is the worst question you have ever brought. And like, we've <laughs> it, had some bad questions, but this is, I, I feel like I started sweating from secondhand both anxiety and insecurity and uh, you know embarrassment. Like I, like I, I had the whole wash of cringe emotions mm-hmm. just well, hit me. With that feeling in mind, which Reddit is it? Which subreddit uh, that gives you? hundred. Like he starts off saying he was gaming too. I was like, oh, gaming. All right. How did you? I was like, maybe you're at a barcade. Like is no, that? No. Holy Christ on a fucking stick, y'all. This is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't even know where to start. Like, the, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's a whole trip. It's it makes me laugh because we've talked about it a bunch of times. We're like, people in the seduction Reddit are so close. <laughs> Like they're just they're like on the edge of figuring it all out in terms of <laughs> their stupid bullshit doesn't work and being a human being is a lot more fun. And it just so many people like revert to what is safe and which is the the you know the the security of it's everyone else's fault and game is the only way to to go through everything. But it's like I love the admission of being like, oh, I missed the text because I was dancing and having fun. Like it was a bad thing. Like he fucked up. Oh no. Yeah. I enjoyed but myself. No. What's what's the bets that he didn't have fun as in he didn't enjoy himself, but he was like following the list of like, oh, make sure you're having fun. So he was like, fuck, I got to put in 20 minutes on the dance floor now to make it look like I'm having fun. I'll bet that's exactly what was happening. Because, no, like, because I feel like he would still be aggressively checking his phone if that was the case. I feel like this guy know. literally let loose and actually started enjoying himself and forgot that the whole reason he came out with or, or was to, like, you know, hook up with people. I think he actually in my I, I want to believe this. I want to believe that, like, for a moment, he you know, the clouds parted and he saw the blue sky and he saw the sun for the first time. And he was like, this is nice. 
There's no no pressure. There's no thing is then they got stolen from him. His property was stolen. It was swiped by Chad's when he wasn't looking. So now he can never have fun again. That's what I'm saying. You know what? You know what? It might have been because of the drink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like in those movies where like they finally crest, you know, the pollution, smoggy sky and they see the beautiful blue sky and then they lose their power and they start, you know, falling Mm. back into. And I'm just like, guys, you were so close. Yeah. Like also these these girls sound pretty cool. One's like, hey, I'll buy you a drink. The other one's like, oh, where are you? And texts them. So it's like, yeah. They seem great. It seems like you were doing pretty well in a lot of ways. But also, like, you're saying I was talking to them and I got so fucking bored. I was so bored talking to these fucking assholes. I'm like, oh, please come dance. And they were like, no. And I was like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to go dance. And then you're upset. Like, I just do you like them if you're so bored talking to them? Do you want to hang out with them if they don't want to dance? But you do. And you had so much fun. You forgot about them. Like, it sounds like you're trying to do all the things you don't want to do. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about the saying they're bored. Is she again? I don't. I don't know if I believe him that he was bored. I think he has to tell himself that it's like when you know pick up artist, like the negging part. You know, I think that was his neg was like, oh, this is boring. Let's go dance, and that was his way of like escalating, right? Like I don't know if he actually believes that these women were boring or that he was bored. I think he convinced himself of it and was like, oh. You know, we've we've been sitting and talking. You're boring. Let's go dance. You know, like, I, I feel like that's probably I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff that we have to kind of like take for granted and also kind of like shed our truth seeking light on. It's very hard to decipher. We've talked about it a bunch of, of like the, the seduction crew almost cracking the case, almost getting it. And mm. this is this is the one of the most heartbreaking cases of it, because it was like, look, they were vibing with you, obviously doing a great job to, you know, talk to two women. They seem to be vibing with you. You seem to be vibing with them. You invited them to dance for them. They didn't say no. They were just like, oh, no one's dancing yet. We're going to go grab a drink. Yeah. And then you, who doesn't like drinking, stuck, you know, stuck to your values and said, mm-hmm. no, thanks. And they were like, okay, great. Like nothing wrong here. Nothing. That's the is- thing. It's like you being like, yes, get me a drink that either you're not going to enjoy or is going to make you fucked up. That's not a good choice if you had said yes, right? Or you just hold it. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) you did. And also, like, I think no thanks is a pretty confident answer. Someone's like, oh, I will buy you a drink. And you're like, no, I'm good. Like, that's pretty cool. I don't think anyone's going to be like, whoa, weirdo. I just, I want you to breathe because you didn't do anything wrong here. You could have been like, yeah, I'll grab a Coke or like whatever. I think the confidence is key here and the sticking to what you want. And you kind of did that, right? So you're fine. And you even know that. One of them texted you. So it obviously wasn't a fucking game changer in a bad way. It wasn't a deal breaker. The other thing is it it opens the door of being like, when they come back, be like, hey, once again, thank you very much for the offer. I just don't like drinking that. You know, like you Mm -hmm. you get to like actually engage on a human level as opposed to what I imagine is a a very surface level of like trying to play the game. And Mm -hmm. as Nile said, you already have their number and they checked in on you. Like, how do you know? Like, do you know they were stolen or did they just go home? Did they leave? Or did you find them like making up with other guys? Also, also fine. No, can't, can't use the term stolen. Thank you very much. Because they yeah. are not yours. They are not property. A fucking rogue didn't sneak in and pickpocket them out of somebody's cloak. Yeah, you didn't put in your, your time tokens and be like, <laughs> these are my property because I spent X amount of time talking to them. So yeah. you can wait until I return them back to their woman deposits. Also, like arguably, fucking- 
if we want to live in your awful world of objects as women, you abandoned them. <laughs> they weren't stolen. You threw them in the corner. You walked um, away. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm just they making a joke hate. because he's he's the one being objecty. Sometimes the siren song of the dance floor gets you. And I love that for you, dude. I do like that. That's why I want to believe that this guy's good. Like I, I, the pure sort of like joy of him just being like, I got to dance. And I'm, now I'm going to black out for 20 minutes. Cause look, dude, I've been there. You see, it's funny to me because this is not, I don't love dancing. So it's like, this is an alien realm to me where it's like anything else. Sure. I'd be like, Oh, I was talking to that guy or that girl, or I was doing almost anything but dancing. And I'd be like, oops, yeah, I get it. But like dancing, not not the biggest fan of it. Fucking, I know, like there was that night, were you there the night where we ripped our friends Deep V into pretty much off? I believe so. Um, At the country bar? At like, at one I mean, point in time. I don't know. I don't I remember, remember if, us getting a lot of hats at the country bar. No, that was, that was just That was a different night, I know. But. Yeah. This was, uh, this was Canada Day where the guy told me to go fuck myself because I thought oh. he was asking for change. Yeah, this is when I, I went and I like rolled over the hood of a taxi outside. Maybe. Yeah. I like how we're trying to be vague so we don't give too much information away about our personal lives. Um, but yes, there was there was a night where like I was at that perfect level of drunk where I remember you guys finally finding me being like, where the fuck were you, dude? <laughs> like, we haven't seen you in an hour. I was just like, I was just dancing. I just I just got out on the dance floor and just danced for an hour, I guess. And that's I get that. That's great. And I want you to I want you to chase that and not women. Yes. And the thing is, you had fun. So that's all that really matters. And it seemed like you were doing well enough. So, like, I think your block here, ironically, is well, not ironically for those in the know, but for you, it is these seduction ideals are the thing holding you back. Yeah, because you're fucking spiraling now over a simple exchange that you handled fine. That's not good. And it's not going to be good next time either, because now I know you're going to freak if somebody offers to buy you a drink. Yes. Yeah. Now you're going to be like, oh, like, I don't uh, want a drink, but I have to. Don't worry. Now he's going to be like, yeah, I'll have a top shelf scotch. <laughs> and she's going to be like, I'm not going to spend 30 fucking dollars. What? <laughs> and then she's he's going to be like, damn it. I was too alpha. Just stick your guns. Have fun. Next time. Hey, I will say if someone's like. There's no one on the dance floor. We're going to go for grab a drink. Maybe go with them. And then when there's more people on the dance floor, you can all go. Or, be or like, live your truth on the dance floor. Not yet. Let's get the party started. I would definitely be more happy going back to the dance floor. More people on it. But you know what? 100%. Yes. And I get that. I like there are times like if I haven't been drinking a whole lot. For sure. Yes. I would not be the person first on the dance floor. If also, I've got a little bit of that social lubricant in me. But this guy yeah. didn't even drink and he's first on the dance floor. Like, that's sick, dude. That's that's a big boy play. That that's is a awesome. huge play. Especially because I'm assuming if you had so much fun, you were on the dance floor for 20 minutes. People joined in. <laughs> Unless you were just having <laughs> the time of your fucking life. Honestly, Maybe, that's it. Maybe that. it was just him for 20 minutes. And I'm not going to lie. I would leave too if i were the girls but the thing is is they asked where he was so i assume that he packed that dance floor i assume I, that's he got the that thing. party started that's, that's the the like hidden context is that he must have gotten the dance floor going which also means if we look between the lines he's an incredible dancer he's yeah. got it all and he's fucking it all up 
Yeah, he in the span of 20 minutes, he went from amp- empty dance floor to impossible to find him on the <laughs> yeah. dance floor. And having so much fun, he forgot while one of the girls forlornly tried to find him. Like, yeah. dude, G-Man Monty, you have so much going for you. Just do it. And like, look, I think what you need to start doing if you want to meet women Start going to cl- like dance clubs. Go to a salsa club. I'm sorry, dude. You did say start going to clan, and I was yeah. like, pardon. <laughs> I I mixed dancing. I and know club and one. yeah, clans. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. Go to a fucking salsa class or like a salsa club or just like again. You're doing a lot of things right. Throw or oh, they got stolen. Throw. I was gaming. And throw, wait, what is there trying to buy me a drink mean? What should I have said? Throw those out the window and you're probably fucking golden. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you just got to power wash the fucking seduction seduction stank off you. Sedus- and the seduction off you. Yeah, the seduction off you. Get, get a good hose down of reality mm-hmm. and you're in the fucking game like at a head start. Don't say game. Oh, fuck. You're in the. You could pack the dance floor of life. I do love seduction because one of my new favorite thing is having people refer to guys they hate as someone's dusty son. (laughs) 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 It's like I'm at home watching true crime while you're out while someone's dusty son slobbers on you. (laughs) Yes. Um, That's another question we've heard before. Oh no, we're done. It's that's it. That's pretty much it. Um, I thought I did this last week, but it turns out that I did it on the Patreon episode. Once again, you missed a banger guys. We, we did a lot on the Patreon episode so much that I don't remember it. I'm like that guy on the dance floor. I record pillow talk and I'm, he had so much fun that like I was texting me like, Dane, where are you? 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 Yeah. This, this month's episode is just me. (laughs) Um, so what I'm going to be so offended if everybody joins the Patreon now after you said that (laughs) it's not just Dane. It's not just me. No. Do you have any profiles? Because what I would like to do do is I would like to do a state of Tinder again. Oh, you'd like to do a live swipe, which is what we did last Patreon where Dane didn't have anything. So he just went through and we in real time judged people. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's, I, I don't know what we're accomplishing out of it because again, I only find uh, women on my Tinder because I I'm straight, but uh, you know, there is a lot of people who, who don't realize how grim it is out there in terms of first impressions. Um, but let's, let's do, let's do your profiles, the ones you have, and then I'll, I'll hop on Tinder and we'll, we'll see. What's hey, I can there. wait. Okay. Do you want to just do it? Let's do okay. a live state of the Tinder. Let's give them a taste of that Patreon swag. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. This is catchy. So so what we do is I've opened up Tinder. We're going to see how many profiles don't even have anything and how bad the ones that do are. Um, this is catchy. She's 30. Uh, her profile. Oh, she does have a profile. So already doing well. Okay. I hear Tinder has a 99.9% success rate. I'm here to find out. See, that can't be true. I don't think that's a, a true statistic, Catchy. So I expected it to be a joke, but it's not a joke. So this is a bad profile because you've just lied about statistics and it's not funny. I give uh, it a yes. three. And a three is just because it's not offensive. Yeah, three is like a meh, um, but I'm still saying no. Uh, okay. This is Gabriella. Traveler. 
And then she has a bunch of flags, presumably all the places she's been. Okay. Coffee, dogs, heart emoji, engineer, uh, English, Portuguese, Spanish. That's it? That's it. Uh, totally fine. It's a six, seven, six and a half. I'd put it at five because like it really comes down to the picture. You're not giving me enough information. But you are giving me something. But yeah, I'll give it a six. Okay. Uh, this is <laughs> this is Sumitra, 25. Oh, man, Tinder's telling me to super like this person, and I won't. Um, (laughs) Well, hey, that's for us to decide. Yeah. Uh, Their profile says, more confused than squirrel on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? I think that's incredible. So you got super like that. Um, And I will say, we don't usually talk about the uh, pictures, but their pictures are, their first picture, they have two. Their first picture is a screenshot of them editing uh, a picture and it is them wearing a big hat covering most of their face. So you kind of just see their two eyes pretty much. And their second picture is a picture of uh, jeans and running shoes, like looking down at their feet. That's what you get. Can you reread the, the squirrel part? Uh, more confused than squirrel on the road. <laughs> it's honestly poetry. It's something. It's so funny. Then squirrel on the road. It's like if they'd said that that a squirrel on the road would not have been incredible. So good. Uh, Gotta be a 10. Gonna be a three for me. Gotta be a 10. Uh, This is Christy J. Am a hard worker. Love to travel and try new things. Looking for a long-term partner who's serious about taking things to the next level and having mad fun together. Yeah, it's fine. It's so generic. Having fun together. Likes new things. I'll give it a six. I'm giving it a six, too, because this is the closest we've come to someone having a real profile. Yeah. Um, okay. This is Shambhavi, I believe is how you pronounce it. Value quality silence as much as quality conversations. Hate being put into boxes. They'd hate yes, me. One of, what? They'd hate me. <laughs> <laughs> hate being put into boxes, yet want to feel a sense of belonging. In search of... It's still going. Oh, wow. In search of a home away from home. I'm a crazy cat lady who enjoys making art, being in nature, vintage shopping, tarot and crystals, visiting museums, uh, farmer's market, fleet markets. I'm a foodie at heart and love to learn about people and cultures through food. Hmm. Feels weird that they need to be put in a box to feel like they belong. And I don't love the tarot and crystals, but I'll give it an eight because they actually gave me something. Yes. Not for me. There's a lot of stuff in there that I'm not crazy about, but in terms of making a profile... This is the way to do it. There's I've, personality and information. You did it. I've, I've got a, a sense of who you are, Shambhavi. Good job. Thank you. Um, this is uh, this will be the last one. This is Claire. So far, no empty profiles. No empty profiles. That's a great. Because yeah. we got a few last time. It was uh, like almost 50%. Boom. Uh, this is Claire. Must love dogs. I was about to say good start, but is that it? That is it. <sighs> Five. I got on four a four yeah i almost feel like you know i'm gonna give it a five but like yeah yes you know who doesn't like dogs serial killers yeah i will say like unless you have some kind of weird dog trauma in your past i don't get it because they are the sweetest most adorable lovely angels but also that's like saying must be nice person because again it probably goes without saying must not be bad yeah that's gonna do it for us it's been beautiful we love you. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for spending uh, time with us. Wait. What if we didn't Wait. spend any time 
M. I swear to God, if you're impersonating Dane again. I don't know anything about M. Night Shyamalan's voice, except for that one time we had him on our podcast. Yeah, that's the thing. You edited him for quite a while because it was our longest episode ever. Right? It was like four longest hours. Longest episode, four hours long. Mm-hmm. When you get M on the line, you don't rush it. You know what I mean? Like you. No, it's the opposite. We we did everything in our power to keep him on the line. If it wasn't for his his like power with twists, if he wasn't able to twist his way out of our trap, we'd still be on the line with him today. It's true. You got to milk that mystery cow for all it's worth. We milk M as hard as we can. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Are you ready? Yeah, you got some best sex writing for me? Oh, you know. Are you comfortable? Mm Mm-hmm. This is a post for a roommate in Brooklyn by Sonic Savior, hashtag NFT. And there's a gif of Sonic from the Sonic movie recently doing something on the highway attached to the post. Sonic Savior hashtag NFT says, must be female, 18 plus, single, down for fun, wink, no drugs slash smoking, no socialist political views, no previous boyfriend. Nice. Like, I love people who think that that they're going to find a roommate this way. Because, like, obviously, this guy's like, yeah, I'm going to find this hot, young, like down the fuck roommate. I'm just going to fuck them every day. Mm-hmm. They're going to give me rent money. It's everything's the best. Be perfect. This is a realistic thing that won't go badly or have any effort involved. My life is wonderful. I'm so smart. How has nobody tried this before? No one's figured this out. Idiots. People are just bad. I would love to see the M night Shyamalan twist on just life in which it's not bad. Just kidding. Remember when you thought this was all bad? It's not bad. It's good. Whoa. It's just called his new movie, Good. Yeah. It's like I you wish. go to a beach and all of a sudden it's like, no, you can afford a home. <laughs> you can reasonably <laughs> afford to earn one by working. What? Yeah, maybe one day you will actually be able to retire. What? Hey, podcasts are profitable. What? <laughs> My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And I'm very, very poor. Just kidding. I'm M. Night Shyamalan. We've been your fuck buddies. 